0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the drop-in. It's Tanya here and I'm Agatha and today
1: we're talking all things TCM and the autumnal vibes.
0: So let's drop in. The weather has shifted here in sunny Sydney, um, the east coast of Australia. Um, Yeah, it's it's officially autumn. (laughs) Drier, more bitter, more chilly. That bite is kind of in the air. Um, And so we thought, well, we're obsessed with like seasonal living and traditional Chinese medicines, five element theory and how it relates to yin yoga. And so we wanted to have a big chat about the energetics of this this moment and the element of metal, which is associated with autumn or fall. Yeah yeah
1: yeah it's um it's one that i find i often what's the word um gravitate to quite a lot um just because of the qualities of letting go and this change and transition um just because i feel like that is something that we're always navigating through so it is something that feels particularly on point when we reach this autumnal season. Um, this idea of letting go, digesting change, um, but it's it's such a juicy topic that I'm like almost not sure where we
0: start. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I was just having a think about it before, but I I would like to start with just the kind of specifics of it just so people have like the the dot points so autumn or fall um in five element theory from traditional Chinese medicine is connected to the metal element and it's connected to the energetic functions of the lung organ and the large intestine and so the lung is seen as the yin meridian the lung meridians are like the yin pair of the pair and the large intestine are the yang of the pair and um the emotion we're really working with at this time is this grief, or yeah. and the opposite of that is the discernment. So I think that's that real taking stock harvest time that, that comes with autumn, that real sense of like discerning what's for you, what's not, and then being out to shed and let go of the other stuff. Yeah. Being comfortable also, with the change. Um yeah. and the grief also, of change. Yeah. I've also heard it um
1: mentioned as justice. So when mm. those things uh, in virtue or like balanced um there's this sense of justice um where we I, I kind of see it as like the scales being balanced as well mm. it's like we feel this real sense of ease and the ability to just feel not tilted too far to one side or um kind of this quality of just like moving through is Lovely. how I see it. yeah
0: equanimity
1: Yeah. Yeah. and That's um,
0: nice, nice nicer visual. Yeah. The other thing that's kind of cool
1: from my point of view is, like, where the meridians live in our body as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the lung line is just, like, from the centre of the chest or just, like, under the armpit and it runs down the arm all the way to the thumb.
0: Yeah, and it's down Uh, the front of your arm, so, like, the soft front side of the arm yeah, yeah.
1: the yin side,
0: yeah and then you have to help me a little bit with the large line <laughs> um it, it's coming at the back of the hand I believe from the index finger um up the back yeah. of the arm around the back of the shoulder up through the back of the, the side of the neck and then across the lower cheek across the the lip the top of the lip and into your nostril opposite nostril so if it starts at the right back of the right hand it finishes at your left nostril and then the one that starts at the back of the left hand finishes at the right nostril that's right and then the other two are starting from the thumb coming into the chest as aggie said and so i mean if we think the meridians are the energetic pathways um of the body where that the chi the energy moves through and yeah you speak to it
1: yeah i think like it's important to mention as well just because like um when you are practicing yin for this particular um i guess energetics of lung and large um you're wanting to create or move into shapes that put that pressure or that um that stretch into those meridians um, so you'll be really focusing on those shoulders those arms um as Tanya was saying like the large line also goes through the neck so like how can we move that um all the way up to the nostril so like even the face as well um what pressure points are are we kind of activating if you will through there um worth mentioning as well is like we're not acupuncturists so this is very top line and obviously really um associated to what we know through our yoga practice and um our teaching of yoga uh so
0: we're kind of bringing it from that perspective as well yeah it's very um yin yoga informed yeah mm. what we've learned um yeah and, and i think that's as kind of well, like the
1: highlights of yeah of and the, the
0: thing as well the way yin works differently to acupuncture if we think what an acupuncturist is doing is they're you know looking at the holistic system and where the imbalance is and how to cultivate balance in the body and they're putting a needle into these points to kind of almost like supercharge the chi into this area. I mean, this is top level, but they're putting this needle in there and it's like stimulating the body and the chi and the energy. And so that's a very specific way of doing it. And what we do in yin is like a bit more global and broad and like less kind of pinprick. Targeted. Computer. Yeah, less targeted. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. but we're still working with the same points and the same lines just in a bit of a, a more broad um, way and so that tension or that compression or that stretch or opening is still working with the same lines um, like an acupuncturist would we're still holding it for a little bit to to stimulate the chi but um it's not as targeted obviously as acupuncture and you know yeah. designed to treat the whole body and bring balance to the system in the same way um, so i think that's the cool thing to know to be like ah. Oh, Breathing needs a bit of attention. Where's my lung meridian? Oh, I can work with that to stimulate and stretch it, and get the chi mm-hmm. balancing and um, harmonizing through that line for myself. It yeah. becomes like a toolbox for ourselves to cultivate balance through our meridians. I find Sarah. Powers yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: I find like whenever I've had like anything to do with like chest or kind of that phlegm buildup or anything like mm. that I turn to you know these kinds of practices and it just opens things up so magically um that I can't even explain it it's just that yeah as you said having that toolbox of knowledge or having that tool of knowledge um where we can kind of support ourselves in yeah knowing the visual of the lines can be really like okay how can I stimulate yeah. this And maybe it's worth um, just adding a little link. So if you're feeling a bit curious on where you can find those lines as well. um, So you might get a visual addition to our conversation if you feel like following along. Mm. Um, But without going too deep into the kind of physicality of it, um, maybe we can shift a little more to the energetics of these lines and these um, meridians and
0: essentially these element, this element that is metal. Yeah. This time that I always like to think of when I think of five element theory and the element of the season, I it's, it's like nature is just reflecting our own true nature and just reminding us of, of what's going on internally for ourselves. And I always like to, um, as we go into like the, the theory around this, I always like to remind people that you're probably already doing it anyway. Like you're probably already naturally pulled towards the behavioral and the lifestyle and the energetic and physical changes naturally that um, are being, you know, we're being called toward and that are supportive at this time. But it's just really nice to just know what they are and then notice your, your true intrinsic nature is already responding to the nature outside and the seasonal shift and the elemental shift. Um, And it just reminds me, it just kind of puts the power back in you, which it always should be that like, you know, your body's wise, it knows, like trust it to just guide you. And can you just listen to what it's asking for? Can you just listen to what it's needing? And I think
1: like to that point, it's also a reminder that we aren't separate from nature, that we are intrinsically nature as well. And so when we look outside and we see the season changing, um, it also indicates that it is also a time for us to change um and I have a beautiful reminder in my backyard um I have this like big oak tree um (laughs) and it's in full force like the leaves are coming down um and yeah I I sometimes just sit there in the mornings like with my my cup of coffee and I just look at the the leaves falling and some kind of gracefully drop with the wind and then others are like holding on for dear life all the way to the bitter end and then some have fallen like way before it even felt like autumn Um, and I just think it's like a reminder as well whenever I see the tree kind of moving through its stages of like we're shedding but we don't have to shed it all at once and Mm. some things are definitely harder or easier to kind of let go of um, and so my tree very much reminds me of that as I move through the season and you, yeah I mean there's so many out and about at the moment that are losing
0: their leaves so it's just a reminder really. The trees I think embody the whole teaching of Autumn of the metal element. They really do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also like, why are the leaves falling? Because the the yang energy that keeps those leaves vital and alive is starting to recede, to contract, to protect the kind of depth, deep life and prana and chi of the tree. So it's like everything's starting to contract and recede. The yang of summer is, you know, ebbing back toward the middle. And so because that energy is now at more limited and now there's more kind of discernment required with how is the energy being spent to, you know, call support all life. It's like, okay, now it's, some leaves have to be let go of because it's, it's also about like um, the stores of energy that are available. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Live. And I think that kind of touches in on, I guess, the quality of metal. Um, and I sometimes see it as this, like, you know, in the earth we, we sometimes find these metals like silver or whatever it is that like, even if you're just digging around in the earth and you might find Mm. like those little bits of metal um, and it is like, they've kind of condensed there and contracted and all those good things have been extracted or like Mm. all the, all the nutrients of that metal live there. Um, Mm. And I think that's also what we're trying or being called to do in this moment of extracting the good, letting go of what is not serving anymore. And it is that conservation of our energy so that we can move into what is the depths of winter um, in a vitalized and restored way rather than, um, yeah, I guess overstimulated or
0: depleted too much. Yeah. And I think as well, that is, um, mirrored in the function of the lungs themselves. Our lungs take in oxygen and they exhale out, they let go carbon dioxide. And so the lungs themselves are the, the, the metal element, like it's like that take in and let go. So there is always this taking in, but there is always this letting go. And it's this sense of like always sieving through what needs to come in, what needs to be cleared out, what is nourishing, what's not nourishing. And when we don't let go enough, we can like kind of suffocate. There's too, there's Mm. too much, like there's this stuffiness, there's this like kind of fullness (laughs) and we just need to let it empty we need to fully empty out so that there is room to take in again and if we yeah. don't empty out there is no capacity there is no space to take in and so this is really autumn is saying like really take stock. where is what is taking up too much space where are you too full where is like there no more room to actually prioritize what is inspiring right now yeah. and to reshift that intention and I, yeah. I had a little
1: giggle as you were kind of talking about that because I got this visual of I don't know if you ever did this when you were a kid but like you went to like pan for gold (laughs) like one of those school excursions and like you know you sit by the river and you 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 get the water and like you might find a speck of gold in your pan um but I kind of see it like that as well like as you were talking it's like we're just kind of shift like shifting and moving out what doesn't need to be there in order to find this more like precious metal in order to kind of see
0: our. Illuminate the gold. Yeah. Yeah. That's really sweet. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think as well, what's going, did you want to say?
1: Uh, I was just going to say, it's like that sieving is like a really nice way of imagining this time of the year. It's like all of the things that we don't need are just really like moving through us. Yeah. And because it's also connected to the large intestine, I think it is like this digestive um, connection as well Mm. um, of like really digesting things in a way that we are kind of not needing anymore. Yeah, um, that elimination process. That's the word I was looking for.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, and it's like the large intestine is that last um, kind of, physical and energetic process of uh, metabolizing the food that, that we take in, the chi that we take in through food. Um, and so it's that last kind of process of metabolizing out that last bit of chi, that last bit of juice before it's um, eliminated and excreted out of the body. And it's still, so we're we're still emptying out. Something still needs to be emptied out, just like the exhale just like the elimination process of the body, there is a, an emptying so that room is available. So that space is available to take yeah. in more energy again. Um, totally. And that balance this, like you said, this scales is more important at this time because the Yang energy isn't as dominant and isn't as abundant. And so we really need to help ourselves support ourselves yeah. through that kind of equilibrium. Totally. And I think that's something I wanted to touch
1: on as well. Um, so, Obviously, from summer, we go into autumn, but the transition from that is actually quite drastic um, for our bodies, for the earth, for nature. um, And I have been taught through my training um, that through the two seasons of summer and autumn, we also call upon the earth element um, to ground us through this transition Um, And so earth element is very, like, as you might imagine, grounding and supportive and it kind of holds you. And I think these are really important things to note because moving and transitioning from like the height of summer into what is this letting go, if you will, um, is no easy feat. big, Um, Big leap. Yeah, it's like woof, a drop, like going through a roller coaster kind of vibe. Mm. Um, So if you've been feeling that sensation of roller coastering, if you will, or like wow, this is like a big leap, like I would call upon earth element to really ground you and um, and nurture. I keep thinking of nurturing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's really nice. How would you recommend calling on the earth element, Aggie? Some tips, oh, I think, people.
1: just like eating things sometimes that are a bit more warming can be like really grounding. Um, even just like lying on the ground, like listen to our Shavasana episode, um, that dropped a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, just like being outdoors a little bit more, even if it's like a, a brisk walk or something like that um yeah these are the things that I go to um Beautiful. I don't know if you've got any other suggestions
0: <laughs> yeah I think as well if you that's really good stuff if you want to think of your yoga practice just stuff that's close to the floor close to the earth close to the ground in the lower like in the belly and hip and thigh region um just like you know lower down grounding you down yeah. and then I also find that root veggies um you know, because they're really of the earth are very grounding and nurturing and, um like, uh teas that are more like um root teas, like your ginger, your turmeric, your yes. dandelions, these sorts of things mm. I often find very grounding, cinnamon very grounding too. So that would be my little nice. addition. But I Love think that. getting out in nature is just getting out in nature and I find eating those, like, more cooked root and drinking the root teas, it brings me helps me a lot
1: yeah and I think it's just like
0: um
1: the way I was explained is that the center is always earth and so like every time we change seasons we move through earth in order to get to that next um element if you will it's like earth
0: rebalances us for the the transition right yeah
1: so um yeah we're always kind of needing to call upon that Um, whenever things feel a little bit flighty or when we're kind of like not in the virtue of the element Um, and by in that emotion virtue virtue, I mean just like balanced and in that
0: equilibrium or equanimity Yeah. yeah where it's not it's not both and but it's like the depths of the one yeah so it's not like we're not going into one or we're not going out of we're not going into autumn or we're not going out of autumn but we're in autumn the thing though about that is I find summer and winter you can really be in that the depth of the season the center of it whereas in um, autumn and spring these are transitional seasons from the deep yin to the high yang and from the high yang to the deep yin so these are always the seasons that are going to feel like we we need a bit more of this nurturing and grounding I find um, because they are just transitional in nature. They are seasons of change in nature. So they, they do ask
1: that from us. I think the other time that you might call upon them outside of those situations as well is when maybe you haven't been in, I guess like the true understanding of the seasons and maybe you've like overexerted yourself during winter. Or mm. maybe you haven't done enough yang stuff in summer, and so then there is this um, this quality of depletion or or not enoughness um, either end of them, and so mm. like I find that Earth kind of tries to almost nurture you into balance um, mm. through those times yeah
0: yeah i'd say that word for some like would be like under almost yes that's what comes up <laughs> a me. bit
1: too stagnant mm-hmm. um yeah like tomasic,
0: if you will yeah not too joyful yeah. open yeah yeah connected yeah. um also i want to talk a bit about um the uh emotions and kind of also just dryness dryness like if we look at all the metal the seasons and the elements they're always connected to various characteristics and dryness is is the kind of characteristic would you call it characteristic of yeah autumn yeah i'm gonna use that word <laughs> yeah. dryness is what comes up in autumn and so i find and it's so interesting because the taste profile is spicy but what i've learned from um my friend who's an acupuncturist she has said that dryness in that's associated to the skin. So we often all get very dry in autumn and like all, cause all the energy is receding away from your skin to more of your kind of key internal organs, deeper into the tissue and deeper into the skin to like preserve that energy. And so we exposed skin and the cold weather and the, the cool and change pulls on this dryness. So it's really important to make sure we are taking care of our skin And skin health, a big part of that is what we take in, like making sure we're consuming hydrating foods and hydrating drinks um, to support the skin. I find body oiling or oil in my baths and, you know, more need for balms and creams and stuff too. But what she told me is that spicy foods are drying. And so Mm. it's actually, when I think of this, this is just what I'm taking from it, is that, well, in a season like autumn, where dryness is kind of something we're all struggling with, eating spicy foods that are even more drying would seem counterproductive, counterintuitive. And I know often people that suffer from eczema and psoriasis, like chili will trigger that. And so that's just something to be aware of. And especially if you have, um, like if your heritage is not from a spicy region, you're going to be less, your constitution is going to be less able to digest that spice um, with mm-hmm. ease and it's going to be even more drying on your system. So that's just like a I'm not the acupuncturist, but that's just something my friend has communicated to me and that I find very interesting for this Yeah. 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 Yeah,
1: I didn't um I can't really talk to that too much cuz I have no no more insight, but it's interesting for sure. It is
0: interesting. <laughs> it's just interesting. Yeah. And um even like my partner the other day got really dry around like his outside of his mouth and cheeks. And I was like, did you eat like something? It just had gotten triggered. And I was like, did you eat something really chilly? And he was like, oh, and he's very white boy and um, very Anglo. And um, he was like, yeah, I'd actually had really hot Thai like a couple, like a day or two before. And it flared up. So I was just like, that's an interesting thing. Um, Yeah. I'm also kind of, and I mean,
1: this is just like my, feeling on like adding on to what you were saying no I think it's always no, a feeling not not truth but um just like again like the whole large intestine thing as well mm. kind of comes to mind here is like how we're digesting things like spice and then it's kind of coming through our skin um mm. that just seems like kind of interesting to me um yep. but I've definitely been feeling the dry skin I did a, a big lather up this morning <laughs> um yeah. so yeah I'm
0: definitely yeah, take care of you. The, yeah. Um, and actually, I'm also
1: really feeling a lot more thirsty um, yeah. as the season has gotten colder. So um
0: mm. it's yeah,
1: it's interesting how you were saying like we're already doing it because our body gives us those signals anyway. Um, and so you're probably already doing this because you've noticed that your skin is dry or that you're feeling a bit extra like thirsty. So you might you know, make an extra cup of tea or something like that. Um, Yeah, it's just funny how we're already in tune to those things um, without knowing the theory sometimes.
0: Yeah, and I'm just even reflecting on what's been going on in my life the last couple of weeks and the way that autumn encourages us and invites us to take stock and initiate and um, change in our lives and how that's very much happening for me in my career and the way I work at the moment. And like, I've just made some big, big changes in my how where I'm teaching, how I'm offering yoga to the world, where I'm working. Like, And it's yeah. so interesting to just be like, fuck, this is just autumn. Like, totally. Like, yeah, um, the moment, you know, it was
1: like something I wanted to share that when I did my yin training. Um, my teacher mentioned and I was like, oh, it just like never left me. I think you're going to share
0: what I was going to share, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Okay. She
1: she said um, that during autumn, it's like the most breakups, the biggest job changes, people move houses the most, Um, like these moments are really calling us to make these bigger transitions. um, Yeah, the
0: highest rates of divorce are recorded during autumn and fall
1: yeah yeah I didn't want to be so somber but yes
0: <laughs> yeah but I think as well it's interesting because if you think as well if you're um, a woman experience that has a menstrual cycle you feel this every month during your luteal phase it's the same quality it's the same energy of that real like getting very specific being really discerned knowing what you want knowing what you don't knowing if you overextend you really pay for it and um just getting straight to the point and it's it's that same quality just in a you know, these seasons and these cycles and these, these um, qualities show up in different kind of areas in nature, in life, in the menstrual cycle, in the moon cycle, in the, the waning moon, um, and then, you know, in autumn and so on and so forth. So it's just kind of cool to see it all mirrored in different areas. Yeah,
1: We're kind of always moving through cycles and through these phases, um, and yeah, the seasons are just like another one that we can lean upon to to serve us and listen in a little bit deeper yeah. for sure. Um the emotions. Do we want to touch mm. on that a bit more? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're um, working
0: with grief, sadness, and then this sense of discernment is kind of the the I the I always think of the emotions. It's like the, the things that come up that we are, that are, we have to work with. And then there's the mm-hmm. one that when everything is balanced. So it's like the grief and sadness is the journey, the process, but when everything is kind of balanced, the discernment is, it's kind of the, how it it's feels. like how it should feel. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel yeah. resonate with that? Yeah. I think,
1: yeah, I kind of, um, I think I'm feeling that a little bit more this autumn maybe mm. Um, compared to the last few I I felt very much maybe in that the grief phase of things um I do find
0: autumn a very hard season to feel those two I find other seasons it's easier to feel like the sadness of summer versus the joy of summer like I definitely experienced the joy and same with winter I definitely experienced the wisdom of winter -hmm. And the fear, like I very strongly feel both of them, but I definitely can get to the wisdom. Maybe because they're those like, yeah, distinct ones.
1: Yeah, distinct versus these kind of sit in. in Yeah, whereas this one is trickier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely feel like that letting go of things is where the grief comes up for me, where um, where you feel this sense of loss and maybe even like I've definitely felt even today like a sense of deflation or Mm. like a sense of like oh is this all going to be okay like um, am I doing the right thing those kinds of emotions come up for me and then out of nowhere it's like okay this is the choice and I move with it and that is Mm. the discernment piece and so I almost need to go through that sorrow and grief and Um, I don't know what else, loss of Mm. whatever it is in order to to then be like, no, that's the right choice because something clicks and then I feel okay with it.
0: Yeah. That's really nice. And I think that's like what the leaves are doing. It's like, they're losing something, they're shedding, they're dropping, you know, it is, and it just kind of goes to show that we can't um, jump through emotions. Like we have to go through them, you know, Mm. and it's like, yeah, you are, taking stock you are initiating change you are letting go so now you have to process the letting go now you have to be in the loss of it and feel the what comes up with that so then you can be in the the comfortable and excited place of doing something right by you for your alignment and your by your intuition I almost think yeah. it's like we make these decisions to greater alignment but we do have to go through the emotions that get us there and yeah um,
1: and um, as you were saying that like just because. I know that we're like kind of almost moving closer to winter now as well. Um, It is this sea, like winter is a season where intuition is really heightened. And so I wonder if the discernment then makes space for this intuition
0: as well. It's like they kind of like hold hands. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. It's like each thing steps and prepares us for the next. Yeah. Yeah. Tiptoes us in. Um, what else did I want to say about this? I don't know. I think about we've the grief about and the
1: things. I think, like more than anything, I I wanted to also give people like a a pat on the back, <laughs> if you will, um, because I do think it is like a hard season to move through. Um, because there is so much transition and change that inevitably comes up for everyone. Mm. Um, And it can be like we've also just like side note, just finished like our eclipse season, which can also like bring up a lot of change and maybe heighten things as well. Mm. Um, So, you know, there's... Gonna be times where things are gonna feel really tough and grief stricken and maybe um also like I, I sometimes think of um a parigraha like the letting go um sensation of you know yoga and how hard it can be sometimes where we grip and um. even even that can call, cause us grief and sorrow when we hold on too tight to something. Um so you know there's like an opportunity here to loosen a little bit and to to just yeah listen to what is in
0: your deeper wisdom yeah it really is that space that to exhale it's like where are we holding where is are we bound too tight where are we gripping where is there that constriction and that like resistance like, can we just and I think we need to allow ourselves tenderly allow ourselves time and space to to for that to happen. It just doesn't happen. We really need to hold the space for ourselves to to give ourselves yeah. permission to do that. Yeah. So I making think sure I we of are of having time to just sit with ourselves, to be with ourselves, to be kind to ourselves and allow that that processing to happen so we can. Yeah.
1: You know, and catch I said, ourselves like, right where at- we're right at the beginning i kind of mentioned my tree and how like the leaves fall at these different stages and i think like we're the same like there might be that one thing that you're really holding on to for dear life but you in the in the back of your mind you know that it needs to go um and so like what is like how is it serving you by holding on is my question like through this season um, and maybe you just do need a bit more time to kind of sit with it and be with the emotion and be with the grief and the loss and, you know, the whole process of feeling. Um, but I, I, th- I do think, like, eventually, like, you will let that leaf go or that emotion or that thing or whatever it is that is kind of being held on to. Yeah, yeah, I love that.
0: I also think that the the grief and the loss can come from this shift of energy from high yang in towards like more yin energy and that we have this loss of of summer we like we're like grief the loss of summer and all of the the bounty and the abundance and joy of it and that we resist the slowing down and we the receding energy makes us feel like we're losing something. Um, and this is where mm-hmm. I think the sadness and the the loss can come from, too, yeah. in just the energetic shift of how the the season holds us and how our energy changes and starts to slow down and recede um at this time of yeah. year too.
1: Yeah, I've definitely never thought of it like that because I'm not a summer person. Because um, <laughs> I'm always like overheating. Um, yeah, but if you so- think of
0: that, like high summer of love, and then all of a sudden it's cold and you can't do all these fun things outdoors and connection, yeah. and community, and like um, bounty of no, more I I definitely anymore.
1: get how people love summer. Um, mm. I'm just not. I don't really put myself on there. I like the snuggle vibe. So I don't feel a huge loss um, when it comes mm. to those things. But I think a lot of people definitely get those blues, you know. Um, so I can, I can, I can't relate, but I can sympathize. <laughs>
0: and I think that's as well, maybe that's where this term, like these post-holiday blues or the post-summer blues, you know, comes from. Cause yeah. there's this classic sense of the high summer being you know, holiday time and then afterwards it's usually going into fall or autumn and then, you yeah. know, we get the blues. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's quite interesting. I can relate
1: to that one, coming back from a holiday <laughs> and then having to go back to real life. <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's so much to be said around um, this long and large and the metal element. I think one thing I wanted to touch on as well was breath. Um, obviously, it is so key to the lungs. <laughs> and you've kind of spoken about it a little bit around the inhale and the exhale. But just by focusing in on the breath around this season and really, you know, coming back to practices of like pranayama as well. Um, so breathing techniques. It's just so soulful for these meridians, in my opinion. Mm. Um, I find that just bringing your focus back to, I really like to do a practice called the four corners of the lungs, where you just focus on like the different parts where the lungs are breathing. So like the front, the diaphragm, the sides, and even like the back of the body and feeling the breath completely moving through you is just such a gift. In any season, really,
0: but particularly in this season, it just feels like medicine, I find. Yeah, I think that is definitely medicine for the season. Pranayama practices and stretches for the chest that open up the ribcage, the chest, the throat, because like the lungs are also connected to the nose and the throat. So and the diaphragm. So, I mean, if we want to think about it, but like we're taking in the air through the sinuses or, you know, hopefully sometimes through the mouth, but ideally mm-hmm. through the sinuses and, you know, that's filtering it, that's clearing it, that's purifying it, but they always also need nourishment and tending. Yeah. Nadi yeah. and I think is also good. And yeah, just all anything, chest opener, arm opener, rib cage, front and back of the side of the chest all good for <laughs> this yeah. time. Really, medicine Really, good. and I'd also say um keeping your kind of neck throat chest warm and not like invaded too much by the cold is going to be beneficial too
1: definitely I'm wearing my little scarf as we speak yeah I love warmer, that
0: extra warmth yes.
1: on the lung area
0: oh, yeah yeah on the chest and like warmer drinks mm-hmm. moving into warmer drinks and like room temperature stuff um, not cold chilled things it's just going to be nourishing and also sometimes as well if we are in this time of taking stock and grief and change and letting go like it might be a time where we need more counseling or more therapy or more of that sort of um, more journaling stuff to help us support us through that yeah um, what, excavation what of everything process. yeah yeah it's
1: yeah. a time of processing for sure um so try not to be in the mind too much and just like come back to the breath i would say i think that's like the the trick right like sometimes when we we are processing these things we can kind of go on loop with the mind and then once we come back to the breath it's like okay it's going to be okay that's at least the, my feeling yeah. and the <laughs> breath
0: is connected to our autonomic nervous system and it's unconscious and conscious so we can really shift like our ner- the state of our nervous system into a state of, you know, sympathetic to parasympathetic dominance, fight yeah. or flight to rest and digest by using breathing. So yeah, deep Just belly the- breath, longer exhale. Yeah, longer exhale. These yeah. sorts of things. Yeah. yeah,
1: juicy. Well, I think that's all I wanted to say about this. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to be sharing with the community?
0: Yes, I do. So we hope that's nourishing. A couple things about our podcast. We have a new newsletter, which is very exciting. So you can subscribe to that via the link in the show notes and on the pod page. Um, Also means so much to us if you share this episode with someone, um, you like it, you rate it, you review it, you follow all those things, depending if you listen on Apple or Spotify, it really helps us. And um, we also have an email too. So the email for the podcast is the drop in P, P for podcast, the drop in P at gmail.com. So you can always reach out to us if you have any questions, but otherwise the newsletter each fortnight when we send an episode, either myself or Agatha will write you a little love note. um, Yeah. About it. And it's out. You can Um, expect that. Yeah. And then. I just want to share where you can connect with me. It's TanyaV.com and my newsletter is the best place to be in the know and um, hearing from me and staying in touch. And I have an event coming up soon. Kind of this episode is really um, helpful in this event I've got coming up. So I've got an event called Water coming up. So it's a two and a half hour yin yoga and acupuncture workshop focused on the water element and the the season of winter. And so we'll be working with kidneys and um, urinary bladder during that two and a half hour workshop. And it's going to be with myself and acupuncturist Sarah Napier from Haifa Forest, a dear lifelong friend of mine. Um, This is going to be held on Sunday, the 25th of June in Newtown at 1245. So when this episode comes out, bookings should be open. You can head to my website, to book in and join us it's going to be pretty intimate mm. it's going to be like supercharged chi healing yeah That's beautiful yeah so mm. I just want to share that with everyone if you want a bit of um it'll be quite educational but also very um nurturing and nourishing practice as well
1: yeah amazing That's um and on, yeah from my end um as Tanya said just like Pop in and sign up to our newsletter because you will get all of our juice from there. Um, and you can find me on agathacarmen.com or I'm also on Instagram under agatha.com. Um, I'm teaching yoga through the week, a mix of gentle flow and yin. Um, so yeah, just jump onto my website to find out dates and timetable for that. Um, and also, my tarot books are open for May and June, so there's a few spots there up for grabs. If you're feeling like some guidance through this time of change and transition, I think it's
0: great time for tarot. Autumn, yeah, Massively. I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Post eclipse
1: um, too, definitely. So, um, yeah, come through. Um, also, my newsletter is a really juicy place to get any extra stuff from me, you can support that on Substack. It's called Portals of Change, um, and I'm often sending out meditations and extra bite-sized reading things, um, whatever comes to me in the moment, really. Um, So that's me
0: in a nutshell. (laughs) Amazing, amazing things. I also forgot to say, I am teaching some adult dance classes um, in Dromoyne in Sydney at the moment. Um, The last class is like, the second last week of June, I think it's the, it's on Wednesdays in Moines. If you're interested, move and groove is the business, um, adult free flowing, creative, accessible dance classes. Um, fun. Fun. Just, heads up that I'm doing that. I forgot to share. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think that's, that's it. Us. Yeah. We'll see you in two Beautiful. weeks, folks. See you then.